BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Um, I'll tell you what, I woke up on the fucking, not even the wrong side of the bed today. I woke up underneath. Like I'm in a, I'm in a bunk bed. I'm in a one, two setup bunk bed and I'm not even on the bottom bunk. I'm underneath. We're like, you know, the wiry trundle would just catch you. You know, when you were a little kid and you're playing hide and seek and you'd somehow pull out the trundle bed and then slide underneath. And then all those real intense steel wire netting would just rip your face off. That's where I'm at. I'm under the fucking bunk bed, Trish. Okay. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't know why I've been so fucking hormonal this week. I'm sorry. This is not suitable for children. If you're in the car, damn, I got nut butter (laughs) back of my throat. That sounded worse than it is. I'm not a big breakfast gal and I love just taking a big scoop of any sort of really yummy kind of nut butter. And this one particularly from Costco has chia seeds in it. And that's kind of my breakfast. I do like two spoonfuls of that with a coffee and I'm good to go. I don't know why I'm nauseous in the morning and it's, I'm not pregnant. I don't want to fucking hear it. Everybody messages me every day. You're pregnant. You're pre-. I'm not pregnant. Literally on my period. Hormonal as shit. But anyways, I've got <clears throat> some nut butter stuck in the back of my throat. So that's where I'm at. Anyways, um, I just, this, this is not a, a suitable for children podcast. I don't even know what we're going to get into today, but I can go ahead and tell you that it's not. So if, you know, little Timmy and Braxley, or in the back seat, shut it off. I don't know. Put on kids bop. Put on now. Taylor Swift. Your children should never listen to my podcast. You can allow them to watch me on Instagram. That's fine because I have a beautiful face. And visuals, I think, are good for children. But should they listen to this podcast? No. And honestly, I'd call, I'd call social services on you if I found out. I'm fired up. Guns ablazing. I mean, really and truly, I'm sitting in my closet recording this. I just woke up just fucking pissed. And I know that there is heavy shit happening in the world. I think the weight of everything that we we finally hit September and it's just now all clicked to me that this was an entire year wasted. And if one person's like, no, Heather, this year wasn't wasted. We learned about ourselves. We learned to press pause and to spend time with those that we love. Hey, guess what? One of the people that I love is fucking dead. Okay. So I don't want to hear it. CNN. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Soft, tender meme on the fucking internet. 2020. Maybe it wasn't all about 
wearing masks and hand sanitizer. Maybe it was really about reconnecting with those that we love. Well, guess what? My dad's dead as a doornail. And if I find out that he's actually alive and has been running a shrimp shack somewhere in Encinita, Mexico, I'll be fucking furious. I'm under the trundle bed today, Trish. I'm stuck. Stuck under the trundle bed of life, which is my hormones and my emotions. And I'm coming at you raw and real from a closet with clothes that don't fit. You guys, I literally could cry. I'm just, I woke up so fucking frustrated today and I don't know why. Maybe it's because I miss my dad. I don't know. I'm so sorry. God, this is so embarrassing. I'm a comedian and I'm like upset on my own fucking podcast and I understand. Ooh, hold on. Let me, let me pep talk. Be the you today that you want to be tomorrow. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just woke up. I woke up stressed. And I understand that I am richly blessed, okay? I am, God is so good. But on the other side of the coin, I don't think that people realize, like, I'm trying to keep things afloat and keep things going because people rely on me to for work and I'm trying to make sure that I've got my head on straight so that I can, behind the scenes, keep things afloat for everybody. And it's, you know, it's just, it's a lot. And there was a moment yesterday where I just needed some fucking business guidance. And I think I just have hit a wall where I was like, I need a call. A businessman, not a not a, a businesswoman, sure. But I was like, I just need to ask my dad for, I literally forgot. I forgot that he was fucking dead. And I went to call my dad and be like, hey, dad, I need your advice on this. And then I forgot he's not alive. That's crazy. I feel crazy, guys. I haven't even started the process of freezing my eggs. My hormones are this fucking crazy right now. What's going to happen when I'm giving myself injections of estrogen? It could be progesterone or fuck. It could be HCG or angel dust. I don't know what you do. I haven't even really gone to the doctor to figure out if that's an option. I'm up for this movie role, which would be fucking awesome. And it shoots in Vancouver and I'm waiting to hear back from that. And everything's just a fucking game. I'm, I'm just in this moment where I just need somebody to cut through the fucking bullshit and let me know what the fuck's going on. And you know why I think I'm fired up? I have so much fucking anxiety going into this election because people have become so unbelievably mean. People have become so nasty. I think this year has not turned anybody into like a self-reflective oh, you know, let's learn to be together and band together. Fuck that. You know, I said it on, uh, what was it? Two weeks ago on the, on the podcast. I think this year's turned everybody into a, basically a know-it-all, an asshole and an alcoholic. What was the first word? Fuck, it'll come to me in a second. Everybody knows everything. Everybody's right. Everybody this. I'm like, guys, when we all finally put our hands up and say, we don't know what the fuck is going on. Great. Great. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Fauci's fucking flustered. I've hit the wall of the bullshit, the people being so fucking insane, people being so fucking extreme. It's just to the point where I've just lost my mind. And I need to see that there's light at the end of the tunnel for work. I need to see that there's light at the end of the tunnel for, I just need to hear some yeses. And I'm, I've been cooking with gas and it's just, you know, there's a lot of responsibility and, and, it's a, and it's a great thing to have. And I feel like I'm in a, a richly blessed situation, but the buck stops here, baby. And if you're a business owner, you understand that it's it's up to you, right? If you if you if you are running your shit, you know that at the end of the day, it all rests on you. And I'm just trying to make some fucking shit happen. And you got these fucking dingle dongles. You got dingle dongles in politics. I mean, I literally have I have fucking anxiety. I'm just going to be honest with you about the fucking election. 
I'm voting blue. That's what it is. I hope that now because I've said I'm voting for Biden, I don't get 65,000 death threats from crazy people. I know that there's extremists on both sides of it, but some, you know, and it's, that, this is what it is. I got up today. Things were moving and grooving. I miss my fucking dad. I realized I needed to have him. I just needed a little um, extra guidance on a business decision. And then I opened my DMs and I have some fucking crazy message from someone, from some crazy right-wing supporter who's just like, like a, like a, <laughs> just like crazy. And I'm like, what has happened? I wear wigs and do comedy and try and bring joy to people. And it just, something fucking flipped in my mind. And I got pissed and I just went nuts. I was like, this is insane. Everybody this year has turned into a big old asshole. And I was like, this is insane. I was talking about The Real Housewives last night on Instagram. Speaking of which, let's talk about something insane. Okay, Sonia Morgan's transformation from the end of what are what is this, season 10 or season 12 into the reunion. Bitch got work done during the quarantine. The doctor says that she got it done right before quarantine. Let's just go ahead and say, listen, if you went under the knife in this guy's fucking office, I don't blame you. Okay, I'm not pissed at you. He's a plastic surgeon. I'm not pissed at you. She looks so fucking good. So then I was in a deep, dark wormhole of this guy. And I'll I'll tell you who he is. Doctor, and I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. Let's look it up. Soups quick. Andrew Giacono. Um, Just go on his Instagram. You're going to, you are going to literally, it's it's delight and surprise, guys. These people that I guess he's done like a lower facelift. And you know, I am 100% you know, my baby boo, Dr. Nelson Castillo here in Atlanta, um, I he, that my loyalty lies in him. And I guess one day when I will need a lower neck lift, like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send Dr. Nelson a photo of, <laughs> of Sonia Morgan to be like, I need to look like this bitch. But so I was in this deep, dark wormhole of this guy's, his before and after photos of his patients. These people look like they got on the back of a Harley Davidson, went 110 miles down the Appalachian Parkway, drinking a hard seltzer with the wind in their hair in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Like literally the attitude transformation in between some of these before and after photos. I'm like, this guy's fucking doing the Lord's work. You know, listen, glass half full. Some people are still going under uh, under the knife and able to get elective surgeries this year. So fucking do it. I actually, that's what I kind of wanted to do. I wanted to do, like, I have a great face. Like, I'm not worried about the face. Face is good. Titties down between my big toe and my other one, whatever that other, that inside toe is. I don't know what, I, I don't know what you call toes. I just thought at some, I was like, great, this would be a great opportunity. You know what I mean? I can just go under the knife. Uh, they can find, you know, maybe a, a a model somewhere who got hit by a bus and then just, do, it's like a, it's like a lower neck lift in the sense where they just take another model's body and just connect it from mine down. You know, I don't know. Maybe she was riding her bike on the West Side Highway listening to now that's what we call music and got hit by a bus. And then that, you know, that's unfortunate. I don't wish that on anybody, but if they wanted to then somehow we're able to like cryo freeze that lower body and put it on me, life would be easy. Life would be easier, not easy. Cause this year's a fucking shit show, but, but damn good for you, Sonia. Good for you. When I'm tucking in at night and I've got rigatoni to my right and I'm like watching the real housewives and I just need that, 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 I got that little extra edge, right? The anxiety starts to creep in. What's going on? My, my brain can't turn off. I just feel like I'm getting a hot flash in the middle of the night. What do I reach for? I reach for my feels. Because why? Honey, it makes me 
feel good. That's right. I'm talking about Feels CBD. It's premium CBD that's literally delivered directly to my doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. If you haven't gotten on the CBD train, Honestly, it, t- it just changes the game. You don't feel groggy the next day. It's, it's not a hallucinogenic, so you don't have to worry about, you know, next thing you know, you can't feel your legs and you get the itchies because you took something with, you know, that real hardcore stuff in it. If you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help you guide your personal experience if you just want some more information. I mean, listen, take it from me. I'm obsessed with CBD, but talk to a professional. They'll really walk you through it. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There is no high hangover or addiction. I'm telling you, CBD has changed the game. Whoever came up with it, figured it out, figured out the tincture, they're a genius. I love the Feels community because I can get Feels delivered directly to my door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Join their membership. It's, it's a no-brainer, guys. Feels has me feeling my very best day literally every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash absolutely, and you'll get 50% off your first order with, get this, free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash absolutely. To become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Doesn't get better than that. Feels.com slash absolutely. Now back to the podcast. You know, and I've had to start watching kind of vapid, shallow shit like The Real Housewives. I need to see, you know, Brandy Glanville come in and talk about eating out um, Denise Richards at a baby shower. Shout out to Teddy Mellencamp. What a baby shower. Look, I just need that dumb surface level conversation because I I can't tune into anything else. I really can't. And listen, yeah, the, the wedding was supposed to happen this month and, and it's going to be beautiful when it does happen next year. And obviously the health and wellness of my friends and family and the health and wellness of all the, you know, the, the country of Italy is important. I'm not going to be one of those cunts and say, oh my God, my winning, my winning. But I think the emotional buildup of just, it is a little bit of a letdown and I'm, I'm doing an incredible photo shoot for a magazine next week and it's, it's bridal stuff. And so I just got a big shipment of wedding dresses delivered to my door today and I have to try them on. And it, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, if you like the car buying situation, bridal, if you're not a size two, and I'm sure if you're size two, it's a fucking nightmare too, is literally a punch in the tits. It's awful. I am getting to work with a really cool designer. She's the head designer for Waters and they've done incredible stuff. Um, and so I'm so excited. I'm getting a custom-made dress. And, and really that was the, not only do I, I love her designs, but really and truly, I only went bridal shopping once and it was such a horrific experience because all of these shops, if you're, first of all, bridal wear is a bullshit. Okay. And y'all know, and I'm sure plenty of y'all have been brides. If you're, say if you're like a size six, eight, you're going to have to order a 12 in your dress because it's nothing runs the normal size. So imagine if you're me and you're a size 12, 14, you're wearing a fucking 37. And I don't care about the numbers as long as it fits. And I went to some really like nice, high-end, prestigious, if you will, whatever the fuck that means anymore, bridal shops here in Atlanta. And literally the things that they could pull that would actually fit me to try on. I just, I literally looked at my matron of honor, Anne-Marie. I said, Annie, let's go to Houston's. Let's get a spinach dip and a dirty fucking martini. I'm fucking done. And Annie was in tears for me. And this was what, a year and a half ago? She was in tears for me. She's like, this is some bullshit, Heather. This was an awful experience. And I'm not a sweetheart neckline kind of gal. I'm a cowl neck. I want the titties to sit on the top of the little lip of the cowl neck. I know exactly what I look good in. Slit up to literally 
mid-fupa. That's where I look good. And I look real good, Rick. I just have that nut butter stuck in the back of my throat and it's bringing up all sorts of emotions. But yeah, when I did my first trial, if you will, of trying on wedding dresses, the whole day was just such a shit show. I said, okay, listen, I know... I'm not built like every other lady, so I'm going to have to get something custom. Um, but obviously, so now that my wedding has been pushed from, it was a late September wedding, to a June wedding, we have to totally redo the dress because I can't wear as many ostrich feathers as I wanted to wear for my late fall Tuscan wedding. Because if I wore that same amount of ostrich feathers with the long sleeve and everything, I would literally just burst into flames for a late June wedding in Italy. And see, Jeff and I run hot. You know what I mean? I am not reptilian at all. That's how you know I'm 100% not yet in the Illuminati. I don't run cold. I am full hot like a, like a water buffalo. I need to be in the water to cool off. I'm a full Pisces. You know what I'm saying? I'm literally, I run so hot. What's a hot animal? Like an elephant. They got to roll around in the mud. They cake themselves in mud to cool off, keep the flies away. That's literally how I run. Built like a water buffalo too. You know what I'm saying? They've got a pretty, they're pretty thick up around the neck trap area. But so anyway, so all these wedding dresses got delivered today and I'm doing the shoot next week and I'm so excited. It's such a cool opportunity, but I'm just having that, that I had that moment where I woke up stuck underneath the trundle bed. I'm getting crazy fucking messages. And I just looked at all these 15 wedding dresses and I'm home alone. And I'm like, I got to try these on by myself. And then I realized I'm still waiting on a business answer from something. And I just started to like weep this morning. I miss being on the road and I miss seeing people. And I know we're all at this stage and I know it's just to shut the fuck up. Everybody's in it. And this is supposed to be a podcast of levity and joy and silliness. But this, these are the silly thoughts. Like what I bring you is stream of consciousness, kind of how my, you know, my brain works. And this is where I'm at. I'm taking scoopfuls of nut butter, just hysterically crying, staring at wedding dresses that I don't know if they're going to fit. But I'm putting on my jammies. I'm getting ready, getting in bed. You know what I mean? Got to do that last thing, right? It's clean the face, which is so, so incredibly pertinent and important. Dude, I'm, I've changed my, my nighttime routine because I use the towel Clean Orbital Face Brush System. You want to know why it's better than any other face brush on literally the market on the planet? Because it has this little holder, okay? The thing looks like a spaceship. So it sits really cute on my counter. But when I put it back, the facial brush, I put it back in its holder. It has a UVC ray that kills 99.9% of bacteria. So I want you to imagine like the art of clean, right? You have all these other expensive face brushes that twirl and make the noises and, you know, they, they claim to exfoliate. But then it just sits on your counter and collects God knows what. After you rinse off this towel brush, you put it, the, the head of the brush back into its little holder and the UVC rays help dry the brush's head so it's ready for the next use. And trust me when I say this, it is the cleanest, most effective facial brush you will find. And it's getting a ton of buzz lately and was recently featured on, you know, my favorite the Today Show. Miss my girls over there. And I'm obsessed with it. And I think you should try it because honestly, I have this baby porcelain skin and I especially do it around the chin. You know, after you've been wearing a mask and you feel like you get that buildup, it has changed my facial game. I love it. It's helped me like reduce my acne, that, that quarantine acne. I literally live for it. And I just, my skin has felt so radiant. 
It's got all the accolades and reviews. I mean, listen, it was on the Today Show and Dr. Pimple Popper's number one rated facial brush. It speaks for itself. If you're ready to elevate your skincare and see incredible results quickly, then you need the Tao Clean Orbital Facial Brush. You won't find anything else like it. Tao Clean is offering my listeners 62% off the Tao Clean Orbital Facial Brush. Normally, it retails for $149. This discount also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to TaoClean.com slash absolutely and take advantage of this incredible savings. That's T-A-O-C-L-E-A-N.com slash absolutely to get 62% off the facial brush and site-wide. Now, back to the podcast. And my eczema, oh, it's so itchy and flared up. <laughs> Y'all, anybody got some amazing eczema recommendations? Let me know. Really, the only the only option is to take a pill or a steroid cream. And I like to go all natural. I got every, I've got every prescription under the books, but I'm not taking it. Because if you, you've ever seen me on steroids, even a fucking B12 shot, I will literally pick up the end of a car and move it over. Like those old Mentos commercials. Mentos, the fresh maker, she's on B12 and can pick up a VW bug, no questions asked. Trust and believe my blessings are not lost on me. I am fully aware. I'm also just in an interesting position of, I got to make sure that everybody else who is around me is set up for success and that we can keep the, the, you know, the train going. And um, it's not just about me anymore. And that's an awesome blessing. But, you know, I have so many people who follow me and they're stressed out about their businesses and just kind of what's going on. And, you know, it's just, I, you know, maybe if, if we could just all go on fucking vacation, maybe if like Europe wasn't canceled. I don't know. Do I need to just hop over to Croatia for like 24 hours just to feel alive again? I don't know. And I just think everybody has gotten so crazy. Well, let's just get through the election. Oh, fuck. And then Christmas comes. You know, how I feel about the fucking holidays. You know what? I Oh, I just got hydrated. And there's also someone in my life I, I am unable to talk about who's just a thorn in my fucking side, who cannot be happy for anything that happens to me. It's another thing I got to put under the trundle bed. <sighs> this character in my life I can't, I can't even deal with and can't talk about. I don't, y'all, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Just where I'm at, you know? And, I, and I've always been transparent. The weight of loss and people's personal loss this year is is not lost on me, I guess. Is that what I'm supposed to say? But I get it. I just want you all to know I was there, you know, four years ago in the thick of grief and the thick of figuring shit out. And I just feel like I have an opportunity and a responsibility and a job to do. And I'm trying to stay on the path. And today I just woke up with, a, you know, an extra tickle in my taint and not the good kind. But the good thing is Jeff's coming in town. It's Labor Day weekend. And um, I'm recording this a couple days before it comes out. So I'm excited to see my honey. And, you know, we're richly blessed there. What I'm going to ask of y'all, I'm going to ask to do a little group participation before I get into these voicemails, because I know y'all are just up to the dumbest shit this weekend. But I'm going to ask that everybody just sort of, you know, I don't know, call somebody you haven't talked to in a while and be like, hey, I'm proud of you. You know what really pisses me off? When other people cannot humble themselves and say, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Because that's what's really burning at me. Is there somebody in my life who can't ever just say, how are you? Think about anybody else but themselves. So I'm going to call somebody that I haven't talked to in a while and be like, but but I I mean, I genuinely mean it. You know what I mean? Don't call like your ex and be like, hey, uh, Tony, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for losing your job and dating a skank asshole and then click because that's a that's a prank call. 
That's a crank. You know what I mean? We're not, I, I, I genuinely mean call somebody and encourage them. That's just what we need. We need words of encouragement. We're gonna get through this together, whether it's on Adderall or cocaine. I asked everybody yesterday on Instagram, I was like, guys, you know, damn. You know, you wake up every day too and you just don't know if it's the Rona, but it's because I'm highly allergic to my dog. That's why my eczema is inflamed. That's why my sinuses are just fully swollen. My eyes itch, that nut butter in the back that's just literally making my lymph nodes uh, itch and scratch. <laughs> Anyways, I asked everyone, I was like, you know, we're all just kind of feeling the weight of the world. I said, what, what can I take other than like six cold brews a day that'll give me a little pep in my step? And the amount of folks that emailed me or DM me and said, just cocaine, and then sent me numbers of their Coke dealers was alarming. I mean, listen, I, I, it's good to know that y'all have my back and that when I need you, you will send me the resources that I need. But I, also about 10 girls in Atlanta all have the same Coke dealer. And let's just call them Rick. But I literally was getting messages like, hey, girl, I know you're feeling down. If you need a little bump, <laughs> like here's my guy. I was like, oh, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you, Lindsay. I don't do cocaine. You know, I don't. It's not my thing. Uh, I tried it a couple of times. It's it really, it doesn't do anything for me. I have a very sensitive central nervous system. So for me, that 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 white powder, that pow pow, just, it takes me over the edge and then I just feel like shit. You know what? We've built a community and a, and a supportive community. And I'm so grateful that if I were to need said drugs, you know, all I got to do is ask the internet. And that's a beautiful thing. Welcome to 2020. All right, y'all, we're going to turn it around. I'm going to get from under the trundle bed. I'm going to get up on the top bunk and let's bring some joy into this. I'm just being transparent. You know what I mean? Hey, Michael Phelps here. I want to tell you a bit about online therapy. Online therapy is not about time and place. It's any time and any place. Did you know that over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health? I'm one of them. And that's why I'm here to tell you about online therapy and how it can change your life. Online therapy is easy as joining a video call or texting with a friend. Only you'll be talking to a licensed therapist from your device on your schedule. Talkspace is more committed than ever to making therapy accessible and affordable for all. Go to Talkspace.com and start working with a licensed therapist today. Brought to you by Talkspace, therapy for all. All right, I'm going to get into the voicemails. Let's see what, let's see what you fucking hussies are up to. Because guess what? It's probably no good. Let's get into the voicemails. Hi, Heather. This is Miranda from Idaho. So I have an absolutely not for you. I am currently five months pregnant. And so that puts me at, I'm doing January. So I got pregnant in the middle of the quarantine. Of course, everybody wants to make comments that it's the Corona baby and all these jokes. People are ballsy and that's my absolutely not. So I worked from home for about the first four months of my pregnancy. So when I came back, people, grown women who should know better, who I don't know very well, would look at me and be like, oh my gosh, you're pregnant. And I'm like, okay, yes, thank you for pointing out the obvious. Or would say comments like, oh, I know what you are doing during quarantine. Seriously? And I'm like, oh, what is this, the COVID baby? <sighs> All I could do is eye roll and I want to just yell like my baby's wanted and planned. It just so happened. 
to fall during quarantine. And you know what? I cannot control a worldwide pandemic. Freaking ridiculous. People fucking suck. But what can you do? Anyways, much love. Thank you for listening. Miranda from Idaho. You just said it. Everything in a nutshell of what I'm feeling this week. At the end of that voicemail. You know what, Heather? People just fucking suck. Fully agree with you on that. You know, P to P, peer to peer, pussy to pussy. That's some bullshit that you've had to deal with that. You know, the jokes. Oh, quarantine, baby. You're like, listen, you don't know. I could have been trying for 10 years. It's like, honestly, I, I share so much of my life, but I do get a little annoyed when people message me and they're like, you're pregnant or why don't you have a baby yet? Or when are you going to get, when are you going to have a baby? I'm like, can I just get through my fucking canceled wedding first? Marina, I'm so sorry. That is wild that these hoes at work, and let's use the term hoes, not in the loving, you know, uh, feminist, body positive hoes, as in my girls, Cardi B and Meg the Stallion, not WAP hoes. I'm talking about dumb hoes, Trish hoes. You know what I'm saying? The worst kind of hoes. They come up to you. I know what you're doing during quarantine. Also, yeah, I was getting it freaky with my husband creating a baby that is wanted. It is wild when they just assume like this baby, you didn't want it. Like what? <laughs> oh, like, are you happy about the pregnancy? Like, I, you don't know what I've been up to. You don't know my egg count. You don't know that my ovaries are literally one of them tried to ex- just commit suicide last year. I had an ovarian cyst, almost took me out. And if you don't know about it, go back and listen to episode ovaries on a plane and then call me back, Trish. Miranda, and I can only imagine, I mean, honey, you're from Idaho and I'm not trying to, um, you know, judge Idaho hardly, but I would imagine it's probably a smaller community than most, right? People probably are up in your shit, know your business. And, 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 and Miranda from Idaho, first of all, you sound like a superstar. I just need you to know if you ever wanted to go to Hollywood and make it, this is how every e-true Hollywood story starts. Miranda, and I'm going to give you like a, a solid last name, like D- Daniels, okay? Miranda Daniels, just a small town girl from a mountain peak in Idaho who wanted her baby. <laughs> you know, you find out that like Ashton Kutcher grew up in a trailer down by the river and, you know, by a, in, in, in Whitefish, Montana or some shit. And you're like, what? People don't just come from like normal cities. And I don't even, I'm not saying that as like judging. Like I would love a fucking ranch house in Whitefish, Montana here. It's beautiful. But you know what I'm saying? Everybody from Hollywood's like, they came from a small town outside of Twister Alley in Kansas. And you're like, what? And now they're on the Broadway? How did that happen? I'm from Atlanta. And I'm scraping by. Land opportunity. Went to a sort of shitty private school. Got a degree from Ole Miss. What's my true Hollywood story? Heather McMahon went from her mom's house back to her mother's house. <laughs> Miranda, I'm so sorry though. Back to you, babe. Wow, really projecting my own heavy bullshit on you. That is some that that is some true bullshit. And I am so sorry that you're having to go through that and deal with these dumb bitches. Also, if, if anybody like corners you, you know, in the break room at all, I don't know if those are a thing in an office because I've never worked in an office. You should tell people like, oh no, it's actually a tumor. You know, just fuck with people. If somebody comes up and they're like, oh my God, be like, oh no, actually it's a weird, it's just a giant weird tumor. And then just show up with the baby one day. Be like, surprise, <laughs> it was actually a baby. People are dumb. 
People are real ignorant. Again, but it, like I said, it's everybody this year has turned into just an absolute, a critic, an award-winning journalist, if you will, when really and truly nobody knows what the fuck's going on. And they shouldn't assume that you, you like just were popping your pussy all over the kitchen one day and, you know, you just got pregnant. People are idiots. I'm sorry. I love you. I, You know, I'd love to come to Idaho. I hear it's beautiful. And when I come to Idaho, I'm going to come with a positive attitude. And I will sucker punch anybody in your office who's giving you shit. I got your back, Miranda. And you got mine. Let's get to the next voicemail. Heather McMahon. That was gross. I am so sorry. Anyways, so just wanted to let you know a little bit of love and light for for you on this lovely Friday morning. Found out that the receptionist at the office that I work at has been having an affair with the UPS man. You know, when it's just like we all got to be there for other women, what the fuck do I do in this situation? Because there's also rumors that she slept with a manager too. So at this point, do I still work here? Is this what real life is? I'm 25. I'm immersed into the corporate world. And I, this is what I find. This is what I find. I thought there'd be a little bit, you know, more maturity, but now I'm just realizing it's everywhere. And you got to protect yourself from these weird energy, UPS, dirty elevator, lunch, sex people. It's just too much, honestly. And I'm just thinking no matter where I go, I'm going to be surrounded by affairs. And that makes me feel uncomfortable and also concerned that I'm going to have one. No, what? Not me. Not me. Like my husband will have an affair with another woman and I will end up alone. I think I'll end up alone either way because I'm going to convince myself that I'm being cheated on no matter what. That's the point that I'm at in my life because there's so many goddamn cheaters out there. Okay, this is single-handedly one of the best voicemails I've ever gotten. The amount of kind of personal moments that you took, and you didn't share your name or uh, where you're from, so I'd like to call you Kathy, even though I can already tell that your name is not Kathy from the tone of your voice. You know what? Actually, you're probably like a, like a, like a Taylor, like, you know, like a, a unisex name Taylor. I'm going to call you Taylor. This is how my brain works. That was such a stream of consciousness, right? Like you start out with what's going on, the uh, the present problem, the affair that's going on in the office. Then it's an existential crisis. Am I supposed to be in corporate America? Is this what's going to happen? Then it goes into like a personal existential crisis. Will my husband cheat on me? Am I going to end up alone? Then all the way back to like kind of pressing it on me. Do you think that we are supposed to be with people uh, in long-term relationships? This is amazing. This was a great fucking voice mail. Okay. Let's take it step by step. One, holy shit. So you're saying that a woman in your office is having an affair with the UPS guy. Uh, Wow. I mean, I have pretty much the same delivery guys and, you know, we have a little bit of a rapport. I got to be honest with you. Nobody has shown up hot enough for me to be like, drop everything, hop in the big brown van and get it rocking. You know what I'm saying? It's a friendly, hey, Mark. You know, hey, you know, sometimes it's a lady. Hey, Amanda, how you doing? Great. Thanks so much. You need, need a water? You know, I'm nice. I'm lovely to the folks because, you know, they do know where you live. So if you're an asshole to somebody who's delivering something, they can easily come and pull the plug. I'm just letting you know. Whether you want to be nice or not, they do know how, they do have your address. 
So you're telling me you're working in this fucking corporate environment and now you got the, now you got this shit hanging over you? You find out this hussy running the front door, the gatekeeper to, let's just say IBM, I don't know where you work. When I think of corporate America, I can only think of two places, Bank of America and IBM. That's it. I just, I don't even know if IBM's still a thing. It's just where my mind goes. So you got this fucking, you know, hussy who's a gatekeeper to life. And then you're telling me she's knocking boots with the UPS guy and, it, and, and, and you know she's married and then you've got that fucking sitting on your shoulders. You're like, what do I do at the Christmas party? The Zoom Christmas party? Because remember, we probably won't have any in-person parties for a while. Do I blink twice at her husband? Poor old, you know, Donnell doesn't see it coming. It's a lot. When you find out secrets, it's a lot of weight. You know, the Kristen Wiig character from SNL where she's so excited that she just jumps out of a window. That's how I feel when I find out something like this. You know, what do you do? I I think, do you still work in corporate America? That was one of the other questions. You're like, what do I do? Am I even cut out for this? Do I just quit my job? What do you have to lose other than a paycheck? I would say right now, keep the job simply because, you know, obviously jobs are few and far in between. Keep the job. If the election ends up being such a fucking shit show that, you know, this woman, God, I don't even know why. Just see how you feel through the election. See in another two months, if you're just so stressed out, you're like, it's not worth it. I can't carry the weight of the world of knowing that the UPS guy is having an affair with the front desk girl and maybe they're both married. You know, you probably don't know enough about the backstory of the UPS guy, but you already know that one family is about to be ruined. All I'm saying is if you do decide to quit, you walk out and you let her know. You look at her and you go, hey, Trish, I fucking know what you've been doing in the back of that big ass brown van. And Donnell is about to find out. And then like, maybe don't tell him because don't break up a family unless, you know, she really deserves it. Should you work in corporate America? I, I, I know I couldn't. And it's a beautiful thing. People that have jobs with security and health benefits and 401ks and retirement funds, more power to you. I don't know what that life's like. Also, I could never clear a background check. They do one quick sweep of the internet, see that, you know, I know what WAP means and that would be it. It's a wrap. Okay, you know, you're married. Taylor, you're married. You said, is your husband going to cheat on you? Who knows? I, that keeps me up at night all the time. You know, and Jeff and I are long distance and have been forever. And, 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 and my heart's committed to him. I believe his heart is committed to me. We really are like, like, I love him. And I don't worry about it. And it's interesting when people reach out to me and they say, how do you d- handle long distance? Like, aren't you worried? I'm like, no, if I was worried about him fucking throwing his Italian salami around, I just wouldn't be with him. This whole conversation got me thirsty. I just wouldn't be with him. Literally, my, my areola just hit the space bar. I am hunched over my laptop and my tits are so saggy at this point. I literally just hit the space bar. Are we supposed to be with somebody for the rest of our lives? I, I think I found my guy again. If he chokes on a sub sandwich tomorrow, could I go out there and find somebody else? Probably not. Again, I am a liability. Just as I'm a liability to try and get a job at, you know, IBM or Bank of America, if any normal dude were to look at what I've done, look at my internet, look at my Instagram, me with a wig on and some Tevas and, you know, acting nuts. No, I would have to be single or move in with a lovely lady. And I am, you know, if if women is is your thing, congratulations got to be honest with you, I'm not attracted to women in a, in a sensual way. I've never dipped in the lady pond, but I do know that if Jeff were to leave this earth before I want him to, 
uh, I would probably just live with a nice older lady. You know, kind of Sarah Paulson, Holland Taylor, but they're actually in love. But, you know, I would probably just want an older lady to kind of show me how to do proper things like do some good ironing. And I'm not saying that, you know, just older women know how to iron, but my mom's great at it and I can't fucking figure it out. I'm a good steamer. I only steam. Ironing is, it's a whole nother art form. Do I think your husband's going to cheat on you? Absolutely not. I think you probably have a wonderful relationship. And the fact that you're able to have these open conversations means that you're a strong enough, confident enough person to actually have the conversation. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to go home. I want you to look him in the eyes and I want you, I want, I want you to point at him and say this. Say, hey, Mark, look me dead in my eyes right now. The UPS guy and, and, the, and the front desk assistant is having a fucking affair at my office. If I ever find out that you have done that with, I don't know, the Grubhub girl, or the Uber Eats chick, I will literally rip off your dick, put it in a box, a la the movie Seven with the severed head, and I'll mail it to your fucking mother. And I will spend the rest of my life in jail looking at my cellmate every morning, getting up every day fresh-eyed and going, hey, hey, Rumi, you want me to tell you how I ripped off my husband's dick and mailed it to his mother? Because I will. But don't worry, he's not going to cheat on you. (laughs) Don't worry. You're having these open, honest thoughts. You know, we're all in a downward spiral this year, but I think you're good. You're Gucci. I love you. I got you back. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. This is Ashley from New Orleans. I just have an absolutely not exes that think that they can just fucking call you out of the loop. They can call you and say, hey, Ashley, what's up? I'll call you right back. No, you will not call me right back. No. The hell was that? background story this dude had another girlfriend while we were dating what 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 absolutely not on fucking ex-boyfriend uh wellness check on ashley from new orleans mind you she left two other voicemails that are just more of her just kind of being like huh what okay ashley clearly hanging out on bourbon street had a couple hurricanes. I fucking love the late night call. This was from 12 hours ago. Yeah, fuck that. Absolutely not to ex-boyfriends who are t- double dipping their dick. And then they think that they can just call you and then say when they call you, go, hey, I'm gonna call you right back. The fuck you are, Trent. <laughs> okay, Trent. You called me first in the first place, brah. Yo, I'm going to call you right back. The only reason you should be calling me right back is because you got to hit the OnStar button in your Jeep Cherokee because it just flipped over a bridge. Midair, I'll call you right back. I'm about to go. And then hit the OnStar button. I'm going to call you right back, Trent. Nah, these fuckboys got to go. And I, I haven't dealt with the fuckboy in a long time. I dealt with the fuckboy in college. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. That nut butter still in the back of my throat. I dealt with the fuckboy in college and he literally... He wasn't even fucking cute. Like when I look back on it, have you ever been just driving down the road and you remember somebody that you dated and you just start gagging? You're like, oh my God. You're like, I had sex with that person. I shed a tear over that monster of a human being. He wasn't even cute. And the girl that he was hooking up with called me because she respected me and called me. and was like, hey, I didn't know you were with what's his name. I was like, yeah, well, sort of, I guess. I don't fucking know. He has like 10 girlfriends and this guy was fucking ugly. I'm not even trying to be a bitch. He was ugly and he like cheated on me. So you find out that this Trent character's got two fucking girlfriends at some point and then he calls you in the middle of the night and it's like, hey, hold on, pause. I got to call you right back. 
fuck that. This is what I want you to do. Put it in your phone. Trent, do not answer or just fucking block him. You're better than that. Any dude who has two chicks, really any dude who can actually handle that because guys cannot multitask. This is why they always get caught. Now, back to the, the women. Women can probably handle it. Men cannot. Men are fucking idiots. And I love men, but men can't handle it. Jeff can't even be on the Peloton and like send an email. You know what I mean? I can be on the Peloton, order an Instacart order, uh, you know, answer my email and make some decorating decisions. Yeah, he had two girlfriends at once. Guess what, Trent? I'm gonna come down to the garden district, set your house ablaze. The fuck out of here. Listen, girl, Ashley from New Orleans. New Orleans is a tough spot. And I used to go down there all the time. Hotty toddy, you know, from one Mississippi chick to a Nylons girl. I'm sorry you're having to deal with that. I would like to say safety-wise, I would like a little bit of a wellness update. If you could call in uh, to the to the hot the, to the you know the, the hotline, let me know you're safe and uh, you made it home. Because I'll tell you what, you have a couple hand grenades, and it will literally it's like gasoline into your liver. You'll wake up six days later with a couple beads on from Pato's and a hospital wrist bracelet, and go, I don't know what happened. And those were the best days of my life. Honestly, what I would give to just be able to get fucked up in New Orleans and eat a po' boy and, and not have any care in the world. I quit partying a little bit and I think I need to get back to partying. When we're really truly in the clear from Corona or whatever the fuck this is, I will get back to partying. I'm, you're going to see me on Bourbon Street. I'm going to open a bar. We're going to sell oysters, po' boys. Robin will be the mascot. It'll be, be called Rockin' Reds. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll play blues music and just have drag queens and everybody will take red jello shots all day and we'll just get lit. I miss New Orleans. Ashley, please call us back. I need a wellness update. I hope you're okay. Block his number, love and light. Hey, Heather. It's your boy, Johnny LaPosta down in Long Beach, California. My absolutely not for you is the fact that you are not a paid spokesperson for Aperol. I don't think any public figure has done as much for Aperol and the Aperol spritz as you have. For example, I was in Greece last year in 2019 and I was watching your Insta story. And at this time, a New York Times food writer, food critic, had written this scathing article condemning the Aperol spritz. And you were on your Insta story on a mission to defend the Aperol spritz. And you gave this amazing description. And I was sitting in a lounge chair on the beach in Mykonos. And as you were saying this, I thought, oh, that sounds great. And the server walked up and asked, sir, what can I get you? And I said, I'll have an Aperol spritz, please. And from there, I have become an Aperol spritz addict. And I have easily given Aperol $10,000 in the past year. And that is all because of you. So I really don't understand why they have not reached out to you and partnered with you on some capacity. It's a huge oversight on their marketing department, on their PR department, and it's an absolutely not. But absolutely yes to you. You're amazing. You bring love and light to the world in this dark time. So thank you for just being your most authentic self. I hope you're safe. I hope you're well. You'll probably never talk to me, but I hope to talk to you soon. All right, bye. I love that we're just gonna, let's just throw Aperol into the bus for a second. Yeah, it's true. It's because they're fucking Italians though, dude. They don't care. They're like, why? Why we give you the money just to promote to something that we already drink? 
Uh, Johnny, I love you. Thank you for this. Thank you. I, I fully agree. You know, I used to have this marketing idea that I would promote things and then, then, then the money would come. And I turns out doesn't always work that way. <laughs> and Johnny, I remember that, that uh, New York Times article, right? I remember that. It was some, you know, fucking snooty critic, some food critic. I can't fucking stand the food critics. Is it delicious or not? F- somebody say yes. Yes, it's a yes or no. Do you like biscuits and gravy or not? Let's, let's not try and make it bigger than it is. And you know what, Johnny? I needed this. I needed to know that you had my back because I've got yours. And I am so jealous that you were Mykonos. I'm so jealous that you were having a wonderful, beautiful moment on the beach. What was that like? I've never been to Greece. Really want to go. Uh, yeah, fuck them. I mean, I still drink it. I love, I love a spritz. Uh, but it was funny. They, they, I mean, I don't want to like fully throw them under the bus because I still enjoy the drink, but also it's owned by Campari and Campari is just a very, it's a, it's just an Italian brand. They just don't give a shit. They're like, why? Who is this American fat chick who wants to drink a drink? So why? Why is she so chubby? Why is she drink a drink? Literally, that's it. I never saw a dime from them. They sent me like a golf bag and, and, um, and like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. They sent me wrist guards, like sweatbands. For what? All the exercising I'm going to do post-drinking? I was confused. God damn, I love you, Johnny. And I, 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 why would you say I would never talk to you again? Of course I'm going to talk to you. I adore you. Listen, you want to be on my PR team? Come on. You're down in Long Beach. I'll meet you at LAX. Let's have lunch at Lemonade and then discuss. You're clearly able to take my career to new heights. See, I got to get in with the, with the booze brand from the ground up. That's what I'm realizing. And I'm doing my research. I got some things in the work. I'm cooking in the kitchen. Don't you worry about that, Johnny. But I love you. I love you. I love you so much. And I needed that. I needed the encouragement. Listen, bitch, we need to go. We need you to get out there and we need you to start hustling and start selling and start schmoozing and start pushing shit. And I'm going to be the, the me today that I wanted to be tomorrow. But I'm going to start today because I started this podcast off today in a fucking funk. And then I had Johnny reminding me of what it was like to be in Mykonos, even though I've never been there. And just saying, I got your back. We're rooting for you. We are all rooting for you. Because I'm rooting for you, Johnny. I am. I love you. You're my heart and my soul and we don't deserve you. And the only way that I can continue to just, let's just get through this year. We got this. What I want to encourage everybody is if you can call into the podcast next week, let's do, um, let's maybe just do some absolute yeses. I love it. Absolutely not. But maybe it's, let's, let's fucking gear up for some absolute yeses. I can't wait to be on the road again whenever that happens. It's, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm putting it into words. When I am allowed to do live shows again, there's going to be pyro. There's going to be strippers. I'm going to take my top off. I will. Jeff may show his penis if that's what y'all want. It's going to be so out of control and so lit because I am not going to let our freedom be taken advantage of when we are allowed to fucking giggle again together in the same room. It's going to be sweaty. It's going to be salty, probably sandy, very sandy. I don't know why the show will be sandy. Maybe it's beach themed. Come Hawaiian, bring your napper all spritz. I didn't invent the spritz, by the way. It's a drink that they've been drinking in Europe since the dawn of fucking time. And I just wanted to thank you, Johnny, for this call because I needed that pick me back up. And I've got some Aperol downstairs. I'm going to drink it. And it's going to get me fired up. And I'm going to get the creative wheels spinning. I'm going to turn and churn out some fucking material. 
And when we get back on the road, Johnny, you got VIP tickets. Slide my DMs. I got you, baby. I got you forever. Johnny from Long Beach. Fucking let's go, Gucci gang. Y'all, thank you for letting me work through some shit today. Thank you for being on this emotional roller coaster with me. We're going to be okay. We are. Because honestly, it can only go up from here. I love each and every one of you. And I'm your cheerleader as much as you're mine. And I need it. And I love you. And I'm going to, this just put a fire under my ass to keep going. Because I got people on the payroll. And we got to keep this shit going. And we're going to find that alcohol brand that wants me to take it to the next fucking level, dude. Midori, call me. <laughs> Limoncello, just in general, call me. Let's fucking go, doggy. We're thinking outside of the box. And you know what? I'm going to go put my trundle bed. I'm going to click it back under because I'm not dealing with sadness today. No, no, no. We're turning this train around. We're going straight to Happyville. We're going straight to, I'm ordering a Cobb salad. I'm going to get a Cobb salad, some truffle fries for lunch, and you can't fucking stop me. You want to know why? Because it's Friday. It's God is good. And I know this comes out on a Wednesday, but I went ahead and recorded it so I could just drink a little bit this weekend. We're going to be okay. And I fucking love each and every one of you. Ashley from New Orleans calling. We want to check in on you. Miranda from Idaho. Girl, God bless the pregnancy. And no name, well, I'm calling her Taylor. Taylor, who's working at that office, you know what, fuck it. If you don't want the job, you're on to bigger and better things, baby. And your husband is not cheating on you, so don't worry about that. I love each and every one of you. As always, you can call into the hotline. I'm going to give you that number. I got to reopen my computer. 800-213-7503. Again, it's 800-213-7503. That's it, babies. I love you. I mean it. See you on the flip side. Ciao, bella. Arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.